Welcome back to the show. This is a podcast that sits right at the intersection of social justice and money. So whatever keeps you up at night, whether that's climate change, racial injustice, gender inequality, homelessness, poverty, you name it, whatever keeps you up at night, there are probably some things that we can use our money to try to help alleviate these problems. So every week I take a listener letter, I do some research, talk to experts, I come back, I share some thoughts. Here's today's letter. I'm finally doing it. I'm starting my own business. Things are going better than expected and I'll need to hire people soon. What should I pay? First of all, congratulations on your new business. Woo! (laughs) Small businesses are incredibly important for our economy. Almost half of Americans work in small businesses. So that is um, 47% according to the Small Business Association, the SBA. So creating a job is huge. And the fact that you're even thinking about being an ethical employer this early in the game is a great sign. So I think there can be a tendency sometimes to shave the margins as low as humanly possible. And no judgment on that. People have their reasons and circumstances when they're starting out. But I think it's a great approach to build your business from the beginning with the foundation of you know, in this case, the ethical treatment of employees that you want. And that can go for other decisions you make with your business too, like the environmental impact or supplier diversity, whatever your values are. When we think about employee pay, I think we need to start with an agreement on what a living wage is and then think about any additional pay you may want to offer on top of that, depending on the job. Because some jobs are going to require specialized skills or experience, certifications, degrees, maybe a certain temperament that just isn't easy to find. It just depends. So let's start with what I'm calling the base pay or more commonly called a living wage. There's a simple but robust uh, living wage calculator that was created by Dr. Amy Glassmeyer at MIT about 15 years ago. It's still updated and used in national policy discussions. You can find it at livingwage.mit.edu. What this living wage calculator does is to take a look at all of the basic expenses that you need to be able to survive without going on to public assistance or experiencing frequent housing or food insecurity. So... The categories of the expenses that are included are groceries, housing, medical, transportation, childcare, broadband internet, and civic activities. So let's break those down. Groceries includes only raw ingredients found at the grocery store. Absolutely no pre-cooked meals, absolutely no meals or snacks eaten outside of the home. Housing is also very basic, a studio apartment if you're a single individual. Um, In a two-adult household with two kids, they would rent a two-bedroom apartment, one bedroom for the adults and one bedroom for the kids. Medical includes the monthly fees for insurance, prescriptions, and then medical supplies, transportation. So hopefully this person already has a car because the cost of purchasing a vehicle isn't included only the cost to maintain it and fuel it, as well as public transportation. I don't need to bring up the current cost of gas in the U.S. these days. 
Childcare is going to assume that the family chooses the cheapest provider in their area. And then for the broadband, internet, and cell phone, that's going to include some bare bones estimates here as well. So buying a $200 phone every three years and then getting cell service for about $40 a month. Civic activities is, it's a tiny amount of money to be used for things like books and I don't know, maybe your kid needs to take or some kind of activity or something like that. So tiny amounts of money. And then there's a bucket for taxes. So let's talk about what isn't included in a living wage. Not a single meal or snack eaten outside of the home. Not even a pre-cooked meal from a grocery store. Not a single unpaid day off of work not a single road trip or other vacation. But I think the most alarming realization is that a living wage doesn't include a single dollar to go towards savings or investments or buying a home. So when you add up these super basic needs, the groceries, housing, medical, transportation, childcare, internet, civic activities, and taxes, you get a dollar amount. And the tool gives you the dollar amount depending on the household size. Are you a single adult with zero children? Are you hiring a single parent? The tool also breaks it down by geographical area. So let's look at a few examples to make this real. Um, let's say you're growing your business in Washington, D.C. A single person with zero kids would need to make $42,000 a year to avoid needing public assistance, according to this living wage calculator, $42,000 a year. And I cannot express how tight these categories, the, the expenses are. So for this single person with zero kids in D.C., for example, the grocery budget is $260 a month. The rent they are assuming for this single person with zero kids, it's a studio apartment at only $1,460 a month. In Washington, D.C., that's going to be a pretty difficult find. So anyway, you add up all those bare bones expenses, and that's how you get to that annual living wage of $42,000 a year in D.C. if you're single and don't have any kids. If you have a kid, that number comes up to $80,000 a year. So remember, this is helping someone to step up from poverty and ride that line just above poverty right above the point where you probably have to apply for public assistance. You can use the tool to look up anywhere in the country. Oakland, California, a single person with zero kids needs to make $45,000 before taxes. Maybe you're building your business in a place that isn't a high cost of living city. Maybe you're in, let's say, Wichita, Kansas, in that case. A single person with zero kids would still need to clear about $28,000 a year in taxes. So you add a kid to that equation, and that becomes almost $59,000 a year. So take a look at the living wage calculator. Get a sense for what the base pay would be just for a living wage. And then think about the role you're hiring for and the values you're trying to build into the foundation of your company as you build it. I also, I want to encourage you to think about how you can provide health care. So at this point, the number has jumped up and half of Americans have medical debt. Most of that is driven by diagnostic tests, hospitalizations, and emergency room visits. So do consider this as 
a way, a very important way that you can be an ethical employer. And then you might find a few more suggestions in episode 15. That one was called Housekeeping and Other Dirty Secrets. Please do stay in touch and let me know how you decide to tackle building an ethical company. And congrats again. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. I am so thankful for those of you who have been sending in questions. Keep them coming. The email address again is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. I'll do some research and then come back and, and share what I find. If you want to join the monthly-ish email newsletter, then please just send a note to the email address for the show. Again, that's spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. Or you can go to the show's website, which is pretty nice. It's very clean, simple. You can find all the episodes there. You can subscribe. I think you can leave reviews now too. So um, help a podcast out, leave a review. It's spenddonateinvest.world, W-O-R-L-D. Thanks and have a great week.